Hello? Is this thing on? I think so. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Amanda. We're back with another episode of Thompson and Stuff. Um, It is the end of March. Can you believe it? Um, spring has already started, even though, you know, here in Chicago, we've been having some cold weather. Um, today was beautiful, but it was rainy, so we didn't have any sunshine to truly enjoy it. Um, you know, I've just been out here living life, you know, just doing me, uh, working on books, getting some projects together. Now I know, um, some of you guys are out there following me on social media and I've been kind of. I mean, not really posting depressing things, but just posting things that kind of maybe would shock you if you were following me all these years. I want to start with this episode. Um, I want to just shout out anybody who's been suffering from mental illness or depression or anything. Um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Past couple weeks for me have been heavy. Um... I feel like I'm, I don't know what I'm doing out here. Now, please don't run and say I'm going to commit suicide. I'm not. It's just, you know, when things get heavy for me, I don't do a good job of, you know, handling it. You know, I didn't really have the best support when it comes to emotions growing up. So, um, I started going to the doctor again and the doctor referred me to a psychiatrist. So this was about a week ago, right? Started, started going to the psychiatrist and, um, she just asked me a lot of questions. Basically I had an answer for him and I was diagnosed with all this stuff. I really don't want to get it too into it. Cause I don't know if I'm allowed to, but, um, basically I just had a couple, a heavy, a uh, couple heavy weeks. Um, and, uh, during in the midst of the heavy weeks I've been having, I decided to retire. That's right. I am announcing my official retirement from being an author. Um, now I know sometimes when people retire, they just want to like disappear. Like I was telling you guys last week, how Bruce Springsteen and, and Tina Turner and all them, you know, I don't know if Bruce is retiring, but I know Tina's retiring for sure. And she sold off her catalog and stuff. Um, for me, not so much. Um, after I retire, I know my books will still be available online for you to purchase because, you know, even though I'm retired, I still want to have a check. Um, I am wrapping up my writing career. I have seven books left in me. Now, um, a part of me is writing, is retiring because, it's not in me anymore. I mean, you guys, in two years, it's it'll be 20 years since I picked up my first notebook. And for me, I mean, I know I there's plenty of successful authors that have had 30, 40, 50 uh, writers or uh, writing years. And it's just for me, I think mine stopped at 20. And I don't want to just sit at home and do nothing and just stop writing. I do want to put my focus towards podcasting and, you know, booming my, my YouTube channel. Um, I did post a new video about three weeks ago with my, um, experience at the new edition concert, which I will talk about much later. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been 20 years y'all. I, I mean, I don't know if I can do it anymore. Um, a part of me, it's not in me anymore. Um, 
I remember I was creating some book characters and it failed because to me, I think they sounded like Meet Angela characters or AJ Townsend characters. And the thing I don't want to do, and I don't want to be known for this, is that I don't want to create the same people in the same universe. You know what I mean? Um, but a part of me is like, I'm done. It, it's been 20 years, y'all. Um, I, these seven books is probably the way things are going. It's going to take me to two years. So I'm, I know when people announce retirement, they're like, they're going to retire effective immediately or effective, uh, 30, 60, 90 days or whatever. For me, it's going to be in two years, but no worries. Um, my books are always going to be accessible. I'm still going to be around. It's just, you know, I'm not going to publish books as much as I used to because, you know, it, I'm, it, my role is over. I feel like, and, um, you know, sometimes retirement isn't always permanent. I know there are people out there who retire from one job and then sometimes they sit at home and then they want to go back to work. I'm, I mean, that was my parents, but I've, I've watched them do that. And sometimes they felt like it was a bad decision, but sometimes it was good for them. Now, um, would I ever come back to book publishing? Never say never, but right now, um, I'm just kind of going to hang it up for a minute. So let's get into this podcast. So much to cover. That's just my life update. Um, if you guys are inquiring about me, but I'm good. I'm doing a little better. Um, I am going to start therapy soon. I am on a waiting list for a therapist though. So, um, hopefully I'll get that over and done with now. I can't really share what's going on. Uh, what will be going on in my ther- with my therapist, but I do want to say this. Um, if you have been feeling down, uh, please don't have negative thoughts. Please don't, you know, kill yourself. You are needed here. You are loved. And I love you. And, you know, hey, soon come better days. So let's get into the podcast. Let's talk. Let's do stuff. So everybody's been talking about this uh, for the past few days. And I know if y'all watch the news, if you listen to other people's podcasts, I know y'all probably tired of hearing about it, but I got to talk about this. Will Smith, Chris Rock. If you've been living under a rock or you don't listen to nobody else's podcast, um, basically what happened was Chris Rock, I don't think he hosted the Oscars, but he was there to present an award, I believe. And, you know, Chris Rock, he does the monologue and stuff for the Oscars. And uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were sitting right in the front row, I believe. And what happened was Chris Rock said, Jada Pinkett, I love you. Hope to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Now, I think I kind of made a premature statement on Twitter and my Instagram. And I said, you know, Will Smith wasn't wrong. Good night. But the more things I hear over the past few days, the more, um, my opinion has changed. Now, a part of me is for Will Smith. Yes. Will support, you know, back your wife up. Uh, your Jada Pinkett does have alopecia. It is a medical condition and, you know, medical conditions are not, um, something to laugh at or something to play about. And of course, joking about somebody's wife is nothing to laugh at or nothing to play about. 
But as days go by, more reports are coming out saying that, you know, Will was kind of on, has been on edge for a while. He's starting therapy and all this stuff. So it's like, man, um, if you're mad, that mad to get up uh, at a prestigious award ceremony with millions of people watching. Now, y'all got to keep in mind, like the Oscars are not national tv that's international because that clip that came out um on twitter the unedited version that was from somebody in australia so y'all gotta keep in mind that people overseas australia europe africa all those places they watch american tv and yeah you know will smith stood up and chris rock was like "Uh oh and will smith kind of clocked him and fixed his suit and sat back down and I think that the punch was unnecessary. Um, my opinion has been formed at to this on this day is that Will Smith should have pulled Chris to the side and said and checked him. You know, the, these two are 50-year-old men, you know, checked him. But I understand, you know, Chris is a comedian. Still the punch was not necessary. Um, I know Will Smith has more class than that, but these reports of him being on edge and stuff, him seeking therapy, I guess that all boiled over. And then I was listening to like Joe Budden podcast and uh, Rory and Maul, and they were saying how, you know, when you're the butt of the joke for so long, things do kind of um, bottle up. So um, if y'all don't understand what that means, basically, um, I believe Jada Pinkett went on uh, Red Table Talk or some platform. I think it was Red Table Talk, though. And she basically says she had an entanglement with August Alsina. So, you know, and then that came out. And you know how black people are on the Internet. They don't let stuff die down so easily. Um so I guess, you know, he's been taking that in. We love Will Smith. And, you know, I think the punch was uncalled for, but I understand. I think it's like, for me, I have the same stance on this punch than I have um, with the baby and Danny Lee. Like I said before with those two, I, you know, violence is never the answer, but defend your family. Uh, you know, Danny Lee's brother defended his sister and his niece. Will, I totally understand, defend Jada. So, um, but more and more, uh, reports are coming out. So tonight in Boston, I think, um, Chris has a show and, uh, I just read a story on TMZ saying that Chris, um, acknowledged the situation on stage. He told the crowd, you know, Hey, I know you're here for this reason and you want me to hear to talk about it. But honestly, I am still trying to process that. And I totally understand why he said that. And he'll say one day he'll talk about it. It'll be serious and funny. Um, as for Will Smith, um, he did release a um, a statement. I don't remember if it was like that night or the next day. I mean, I if it wasn't if it was the next day, it couldn't have been that night because there was video of Will Smith at the Oscars after party, like getting his groove on to getting jiggy with it, and then now. I also read a report today that um, the Oscars asked him to leave, but he refused. Um, I'm having a hard time 
uh, trying to understand that because, okay, when was this that he was trying to ask y'all? When, when were they trying to ask him to leave? Because you got to remember that night he got his award for King Richard. And he got on there. He thanked everybody. He started crying. So I guess that was a sign of him feeling guilty of what he did and all that stuff. But, um, I mean, as more days go by, we'll just probably hear more stuff. I know, um, for Chris, before the statement he had said on the stage in Boston, his brothers came out. So, um, you know, everybody hates Chris is not all the way accurate with Chris Rock's life. I know he has like a lot of brothers and sisters, um, he has two brothers who's also stand-up comics. There's Tony and Jordan. So Jordan Rock is a comedian. I, I don't I'm not familiar with his work too much, um, but he seems like a cool dude. Um, but Tony, Tony actually has a connection with Will and Jada. So if y'all don't remember back in like 2003 to 2007, 2006, um, Tony was on a show with uh Elise Neal and Dwayne Martin, Tisha Campbell Martin's ex-husband, uh, called All of Us. And it was basically about, um, you know, this couple who get divorced and then blend a family, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. So Will and Jada actually produced that show. And then I think Will was on the show as like a friend of the former couple. And guess who was also on that show? Playing Dirk, The Bachelor. Tony. So safe to say that Tony wants to fight his former boss. Um, but you know, we ride for family. Um, so we'll see how that, uh, turns out in the next few days, you know, hopefully like everything else in the news, it'll kind of die down. Um, Bruce Willis, I send my sincerest thoughts to Mr. Willis. Um, he was diagnosed with apasia, apasia, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I will describe it. It's basically a brain disease that messes with your like movement and thinking and stuff. It's not Alzheimer's or anything, but it's it's that um, he was diagnosed with that. So unfortunately, he has to uh, leave acting. Um, I don't know the more details about it. I don't know because I've never heard of this disease. I mean, I've heard of you know Alzheimer's, dementia, all that stuff, but. Um, I tried to do some research on it, but I don't, from what I read so far today, I don't think that it's in that realm, but I don't know. I need to do more research on it. So, um, my thoughts and prayers to Mr. Willis, um, enjoyed his movies. I grew up watching Bruce Willis movies and he was in friends as, uh, who was he? I think he was dating Rachel or no, he was dating uh Courtney Cox's character, Monica. I don't remember, but he was there. He was there. So uh may he uh get well and prayers to him. All right, y'all. So let's get into a couple of uh let's get into some movies, some shows, some celebrity gossip. Let's just get into it all. Um, first I want to talk about the Proud family, the new Proud family. Now, if y'all don't know, there is a new Proud family. They basically rebooted the original, um, the original Proud family. I mean, you could watch the original Proud family. You could watch the new Proud family. Now, um, I know that they're still continuing with new episodes on Disney Plus. Um, if you have Disney Plus, 
Uh, it's on there as we speak. I kind of gave up after the second episode. And let me tell y'all why. Now, when I was a kid, when I was like a little kid, Proud Family came out, I was probably five or six years old. And there were some parts that were, you know, subliminally adult, right? But it would fly over little kids' heads. Now, I was watching the second episode of The Proud Family, right? Tell me why there was a scene where Trudy and Oscar were sitting on the couch. But the gag is, y'all, they looked freshly fucked. (laughs) Like, they just got done fucking, you know? And I'm like, what the hell? And they have this in the Proud family? This is weird. And then, you know, the first episode, uh, Kim Penny. Penny, I'm just gonna call her Kim. Lord have mercy. Penny woke up. She realized she got titties. She got a booty. She's this. And then BB and Cece, they went from, uh, babies to like toddlers and uh oscar was still yelling for trudy every five minutes i mean the the concept to sell it was nice but then some of the material i just didn't agree with i mean sticky left the show and then broke dejanay's heart and just all that stuff it's it's honestly it's not for me but um if you like the proud family um you could continue to watch it if you're i mean there's not much i could say to it because that the the freshly fucked scene just really turned me off from it um the proud family i always thought was something i wanted my children to watch i mean they can but it's just they gotta wait till they're older because yeah that scene just kind of knocked it all off for me um medea homecoming medea has a new movie out it's on netflix um pretty good really i mean tyler perry followed his his out outline you know uh family comes together and then there's some drama but it's a twist to it i don't want to ruin it for anybody but it's it was a really good movie i laughed all the way through and of course y'all gotta know i'm a big tyler perry fan that's one of my idols so of course i'm gonna support anything he puts out um so if you guys want to watch that um it's on netflix and actually i just found out that um well i didn't find out tyler perry actually posted this on his instagram that uh, it was billions of minutes watched. So a lot of people streamed it so far. Um, the reviews I've read, I, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of bad reviews because of course, you know, Tyler catches a bad rep because, oh, he always write about black pain and stuff. Now, yeah, there is a little bit of black pain in this movie, but, you know, there's jokes about it. Um, you know, they always turn it around in the movie. So, um, check that out. I mean, I would give the movie a, 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 an average A, not an A plus or A minus, an average A. Funny, um, Joe, Uncle Joe, he did his thing, totally did his thing. And I think that now that, um, Tyler is doing things with Netflix, he has a little bit more freedom, um, to write how he wants to write. So, I mean, shoot, I, I, I hope he makes another Medea movie, but with like more comedy, less pain, please, please. Thank you. Um, shout out to Brat and Judy, Big Booty Judy. Her name is Jessica Dupart, but I don't know why we call her Big Booty Judy. Her name is Jessica. Weird, right? Um, the Brat and Judy, I'll call her Judy. I don't know her that, I don't know her personally, but you know, Brat and Judy, they got married, um, out in Atlanta and I like them. They're pretty cool. Um, I think they're having a baby. I heard they're having a baby, but you know, 
after they announced we're expanding the family, everything kind of went crickets. But congrats to them. I just wanted to say that because I I actually like their show. Uh, what Brat loves Judy. They're such a cute couple. I like them. Um, Kiki Wyatt is pregnant with her eleventh child. Now I want to. I always wanted to ask Kiki how she does it because, of course, when you give birth, like your your downstairs area kind of gets stretched out. Um, but we have to pray for her baby because um, the baby might be born with like a defect or something. I forgot what it was called, but um it was all over the internet which to me is kind of impersonal and like rude because i don't think you know kiki wants that reminder that you know her baby is sick every five minutes and nobody truly does want that for their kids so um may she have a safe uh, and healthy baby a safe and speedy delivery and things like that also Wendy Williams and Sherry Shepard. Um, if you don't have, if you don't know the news, um, Wendy Williams show is going off the air, I believe, in September, and which is a little heartbreaking for me because you know Wendy Williams made my high school years. Um, I remember I was a freshman in high school, and I had a rule in my house. My mom always told me I can't watch TV until I finish my homework. Well, my mom was working at the time and she didn't get off till like maybe three o'clock. I got out of school at 225, but because for some odd reason, I lived 20 minutes away from my house and I had to take the bus, which took a full 30 minutes because buses would leave at like 240 and I had to be on the bus by 240. So by the time I get home, Wendy would be on TV. So Wendy didn't start coming on TV till like, summer of 2009 I want to say I, I gotta do my research but I just remember every day coming home from school freshman year I'm 14 years old and Wendy was on my TV just you know being Wendy um she wasn't being the Wendy that was on the radio in New York gossiping about celebrities and having celebrities outside wanting to whoop her ass but she was just being Wendy and I, I remember her speech when Whitney Houston died and all that stuff Wendy was always on TV after school in my house uh, when I was in high school. Well, not my junior year, but like my freshman, sophomore, and senior year when I was going to the local school. Um, I didn't really watch Wendy when I was in college, but I would, you know, catch a clip here and there. But now we have to say goodbye to the Wendy Williams show in September after 14 years. And Wendy's replacement is actually Sherry Shepard. Um, Sherry Shepard, she's an actress. She's a stand-up comedian. I'm not like a serious, um, you know, talk show watcher because obviously I don't have time during the day, but I'm curious to see how Sherry, you know, would do this, how she would have her own show. Now, this is not her first time, uh, you know, having or being on a talk show. You know, she was on The View for so many years. So I, I hope that this um, this will have Sherry's style because, you know, The View, The View is not nobody style it's just a bunch of women coming together and kind of giving their opinions on stuff that's going on in the world you know you got one lady over here thinking one way and another lady over here thinking another way so i hope that sherry you know has her own style uh the way she wants to have her show um also i want to uh talk about the earthquake stand-up special um that's on netflix 
And I enjoy, I love, I love earthquake stand-up comedy, you know, but I think this will come second to These Ain't Jokes. And um, These Ain't Jokes is not on Netflix. You actually have to find it on like YouTube or Tubi or something because that was hilarious. I remember when I was in college, I curled up in a corner in the study, like the study room or whatever. Um, I went to a junior college, so the study room was this big room with these long wooden tables and in the corner, you know, there would be like a little uh, lounge section. There'll be like, you know, living room chairs and stuff. And sometimes I catch myself going in that corner and going and catching a few Z's before my next class or just, uh, you know, doing homework and stuff. And I just remember one time I was curled up in a corner watching these ain't jokes on YouTube on my phone. And um, I really enjoyed that. But this special was pretty good, too. I hated that it was short. Um, these ain't jokes is about an hour and a half long, but the Netflix special is 30 minutes long. Um, but it was good. I, I give a four and a half stars for earthquake. Um, again, you guys, um, Dave Chappelle is putting out a, uh, series of his produced, his own produced stand-up specials. And I think the next person to put out a special is Donnell Rawlings, which Donnell Rawlings is hilarious from Ashley to classy. I still listen to um his he has his uh comedy albums on uh apple music so ashy the classy and the other one ain't worried about nothing is on there hilarious and i can't wait to see um this special he has coming up so uh we'll see about that before i continue this episode i do want to send uh rest in peace to Tracy Braxton. Um, she was the younger sister to Tony Braxton and the older sister to Tamar Braxton. Um, she lost her battle with esophageal cancer, um, which she has been battling uh, for a year. Um, as everyone say, uh, fuck cancer, really, because Tracy, I remember her being on the Braxton family value. She was so funny. Um, from the stories I've read, um, she seemed like a sweet, genuine, down-to-earth person. Um, and, uh, you know, Tony Braxton was on the Tamron Hall show. Um, I think that, I don't, I think that Tamron should not have asked about Tracy so quick. You know, honestly, I mean, I understand, like, Tony had to, like, do a movie promo and I understand her sister just passed away but I think that Tamara should have just like briefly said I'm sorry and just kept the interview moving I mean I could kind of see the pain in her face um to be honest but I'm not here to uh judge that I also want to send uh, my condolences to Khalees um I forgot what her husband's name was but unfortunately he had passed away um and he actually went on Instagram like six months ago and he shared the news that he had stomach cancer and he had like probably a little bit left to live. So, um, may God keep the families, um, Tony, Tamar, Tawanda, Trina, um, Miss Evelyn, Mr. Braxton, Khalees and the children and everybody, um, rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace. Um, moving on from that, so about earlier this month, that's the end of March already. I still can't believe it. Time has just been moving so fast. Um, so earlier this month, I actually went to the New Edition concert. So the Culture Tour um, came to Chicago. And who was on the tour? It was Jodeci, Charlie Wilson, and New Edition. 
So y'all gotta understand, I've never been, I've never been to a concert in my life, right? Um, I don't, I never understood why, because I, I always thought that I wasn't allowed to go to concerts, um, but I, I almost had an experience when I was like a kid, when my cousin, um, she's four years older than me, she was into like, you know, Lil Romeo, Lil Bow Wow, and stuff like that. So my auntie, you know, decided to invite me because, you know, hey, it's a concert, other little girls are going to be there, whatever. Trust me, I I don't lose sleep over the fact that I did not see Little Romeo in concert, okay? So, and then over the years, everybody that I truly liked to listen to just didn't come to town. DJ Quick, you know, every time he had a show in Chicago, something went wrong, he didn't show up and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah, this was my first concert. It was cool. I have a video on my YouTube of uh, some pictures I have a little video too. Um, I try not to be on my phone throughout the whole concert because, you know, it's my first concert. I want to take in the moment. Um, Jodeci did really good. They sounded great. They sounded like the record. Uh, Charlie Wilson blew me away. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I wasn't there for Charlie at all. I, I kind of had a, a attitude every time Charlie Wilson would be announced. And I'm like, well, it's kind of a 90s tour. Like, you got Jodeci, okay? You got New Edition, okay? But why Charlie? Because, well, in the 90s, um, in the late 90s, I should say, Charlie Wilson was singing with Snoop Dogg in them. So if you remember the East Siders album, Got Beef, which is one of my favorite songs by them, any problem you can holler, you can holler at my dog. Guess who was singing that? Charlie Wilson, because I heard a story that um, Snoop, found charlie wilson somewhere homeless and stuff and took him in and got him a record deal and all that stuff i don't know how true that is but um someone can tell me the story um i would appreciate it but the concert was nice um what i didn't know about concerts is that i didn't know that um there's breaks between the acts so what I thought was, okay, uh, who opened the show? Jodeci. Jodeci opened the show. They performed for like 20 minutes. Then they're going to go off the stage. People are still going to be clapping and cheering. And then like maybe two minutes later, Uncle Charlie comes out. Well, no, we had to wait a little bit for Charlie. And then Charlie Wilson had a long set. Um, his was about 45 minutes to an hour long. He had like three costume changes. He had musicians coming out, playing their instruments while he went in the back and changed. But it was pretty cool, though. Uh, he had a testimony. It was like him preaching in church. Um, it was emotional. You know, when he closed out his set, he sang a, a quick song and then he walked off the stage. Then we had to wait maybe 15 minutes and then boom, new edition came out. That's who me and my best friend went to go see. They killed it, as usual. They always do. Um, anything new edition does, they kill it. And, um, it was nice. Show didn't end until like maybe 12 o'clock that night. <laughs> and then it took about like an hour just for us to get out the United Center for some reason. But I truly, truly enjoyed myself as a first concert. I can't believe I waited till I was like 27 years old to go to a concert like that. Um, but you know, I, I truly, truly enjoyed it. They didn't perform Cry For You, Jodeci. We were disappointed about that because that's that's a jam. And then uh, I was kind of disappointed that New Edition didn't perform Home Again, which is my favorite emotional New Edition song. But um, 
hey, I mean, I hope New Edition come out with another album and another tour. Just a solo tour, you know. I, I don't want Charlie Wilson again. <laughs> let let New Edition have like the the long um the long set, I guess. Um, American Idol, they passed on Aretha Franklin's grandchild. Now that is a problem to me. Obviously, it's Aretha Franklin, you know, she's had her hits and accolades and stuff, and her granddaughter can pretty much sing. I mean, I'm not trying to say that to be mean, but she can sing because there's actually a video out on YouTube from the local Detroit news station from when Aretha was alive. Her and her granddaughter was in um, in the studio together and she kind of sang a melody and she could sing. And, and um, I think um, one of the hosts walked out. I think it was Katy Perry. Katy Perry walked out when they passed on Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. And I'm not mad at her because... Aretha comes from a very talented family. You guys got to remember, her father was a preacher and a singer. Her sister sang backup for her. So, yeah, I mean, I hope, you know, I, her name is Victory or something? Victory? I hope she gets a second chance at something. X Factor, maybe someone can, like, from an A&R, could get her, like, a record deal immediately. She deserves to be famous, um because of her legacy who who is her grandmother aretha franklin and her, aretha said herself my granddaughter can sing so i don't know what's wrong with people at american idol i mean i don't think american idol has been the same since it left fox and started coming on channel 7 abc they should have left it at fox which is like weird and messing with the legacy of that too um Del- delicious and raymond santana are getting a divorce. Um, I'm a little weirded about that that story. I mean, they were a nice looking couple. Um, Delicious, if you guys don't know, Delicious is a flavor of love thing. She's a model. You know, you see her on Instagram with her big old booty and all that stuff. And Raymond Santana was a part of the Exonerated Five, um, the movie on Netflix and everything. Um, Now, they kind of had... They've been kind of quiet, but when it first came out that uh, they were getting a divorce, Raymond was posting pictures of his empty house because, you know, they used to have a house together in Atlanta in some country club. And then Delicious was like, no, I left him. No, he left me and this and that. And then now she's on social media with some guy. And I'm just like, if you're going through a divorce, you should not be on social media with some guy feeding you shrimp. Like... I don't know what truly happened between them. So they were a nice looking couple, but I think Delicious said uh, Raymond was a narcissist or something. But, you know, you never know what goes on. It's Hollywood. Black Hollywood, white Hollywood. It's all smoke and mirrors, man. So we we really don't know what went down behind that. Um, Genius. I finished Genius, uh, the Kanye West documentary. Um overall the documentary was emotional um especially when um dr west passed away um basically at the end the final episode of genius it was a three-part documentary it chronicled um kanye's struggle with uh his mother passing all the the tumult- tumultuous things he did and how he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and all that stuff um, it was kind of hard to watch. Um, very hard to watch. Very emotional to watch. 
Um, it's still a great documentary. I mean, Cootie Rock and Chike. Cootie and Chike, I think, I don't know if they're the same person, but I will say that Cootie and Chike did a great job. Um, they were just paid $30 million for the footage. So, um, yeah, I mean, for something that hard to watch, they did a pretty good job with it. They Not only did they talk about Kanye's life, but they also talked about their own lives and their own families, um, what they did while they were separated from Kanye. Um, so it's still a good documentary, emotional. It's on Netflix, still on Netflix. I don't think they'll ever take it off, though. It's it's pretty popular. And speaking of documentaries, I also hear that there is a Murder, Inc. documentary. Now, I know some of my listeners can be a little bit older than me, but uh, when Murder, Inc. kind of, air quote, demised... Um, I was pretty young. I didn't understand what happened until much later that they were raided by the FBI and all that stuff. I don't want to sit here and come up with like a whole uh, situation and be like, yeah, this happened and that happened because honestly, I don't know. So this documentary to me is very necessary to watch because I want to know like, why were they raided? Um, Where's the catalog now? Because, of course, I don't know if Ashanti has been recording new music or if she's still stuck in some catalog. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I need this documentary to learn this stuff. I know who Irv Gotti is. I know kind of the history of Ja Rule, Ashanti, Charlie Baltimore, all that stuff. I just want to know, like, what the hell happened, you know? Just want to see what happened. So the last time we recorded, um, I talked about Candy and the gang and how I, I thought I would feel about the show. Um, so we're about five episodes in for, well, the fifth episode comes on this weekend. And so far I pretty much like it. Um, it's about, again, Candy, Todd and the people at the restaurant, and at first, I was thinking I wasn't going to like it because I rewatched the, the previews. But so far, uh, it's been very good. They feature uh, Candy's aunts, uh, Candy's family. And, uh, and what a lot of people don't know is that Candy's family actually works at the restaurant, too. Like, uh, she has a cousin that's a chef there. And then she had, like, uh, her aunts work there. And her cousin was, like, a manager and... You know, stuff like that. I truly do enjoy it. Uh, word on the curb is is that the show has been renewed for another season after the first episode. So I hope that that show continues. Um, there is a little drama. But of course, it's like family drama. Um, you know, everybody loves a little family drama, of course. So uh, tune in to Candy and the Gang. Uh, it comes on Sundays, my time. Uh, I think 8 o'clock. And also, uh, I don't have this on my list. The Lakers show on uh, on HBO Max is good, too. I can't believe that guy. He looks so much like Magic Johnson. He's not Magic Johnson, but he just looks like him. It's believable. And it reminds me that Michigan people are, like, overly friendly. Just reminds me of pe- my family because my dad's from Michigan. So, uh, yeah. Um, new College Hill. There is going to be a New College Hill. Um, it's going to be starring celebrities, though, which I guess is would be better. Um, Because if y'all don't remember back in the day, probably the early 2000s, College Hill featured, what, 10, 5 to 10 students from one university. 
and they lived together in one house. Well, I guess now they're doing it with celebrities. Um, I know uh, Lamar Odom's going to be there. Big Frida is going to be on there and some other uh, celebrities. They had like footage and stuff on Instagram. I hope this floats for BET because they've been doing a really good job with original programming. Of course, you know, um, the games people play was good. That just wrapped up over the, uh, I think, wintertime or this past summer. And then they got the encore with uh, the young ladies from the different uh, girl groups from back in the day in the 90s. So, you know, I hope this this will be good. I I think it's coming on BET, I want to say. But most of, like, the good programming comes on BET+, Plus, which is an app. And uh, knowing me, I'm so cheap, I don't want to pay for an app. But I think after a while, they probably put, like, the original programming from the app onto the channel. Um, because that's what they did with the Miss Pat show. Miss Pat show is now on, on, uh, BET. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I wanted to talk about the Ryan Coogler Bank of America situation, um, messed up. And if you don't know what happened, basically a Bank of America employee accused Ryan Coogler of robbing a bank. Well, Ryan Coogler is a very famous director who made hella money from freaking uh, Black Panther and all those other movies. So, point blank period, it was a case of racism and stupidity. I mean, I, oh, I think stupidity to the employee and the employee is stupid. Bank of America, like, girl. Or whoever you are, dude, doing too much. Um, I think the story did settle down. I haven't heard anything else about it. Um, but it's a shame we still get where we could be as black people successful and we still get like targeted at the bank. That's why I'm not comfortable going to a bank because it's just people look at my account like, yo, what the fuck do you do for a living? You know, not, com- not a cool or comfortable situation. Um, also, the Nick Cannon show has been canceled, uh, if you just did not care. I mean, no disrespect to Nick, but it's like, people work during the day, so I'm sure not everybody watches a talk show. Um, Nick Cannon had a talk show. I don't know what channel it came on here in Chicago, but I know that full episodes will be, like, uploaded to the, uh, to YouTube, and I would watch it every once in a while. Um, unfortunately, the Nick Cannon show has been canceled, um, due to low ratings, um, I mean, hey, Nick Cannon can do it all. Like, he's got Wild and Out. He's got music. He runs Nickelodeon. Like, I'm sure he'll be fine without the the the, the talk show. Um, and he got another baby. Congratulations, Nick. He got another baby by Johnny Manziel's ex-wife. So I think that will be baby number eight. Because I know he lost one of his children. But altogether, he produced... I think eight children because he's got the two with Mariah and all the little kids and stuff. Um, Word on the curb, I heard was uh, the reel was getting canceled, but then they went on their social medias and said, "We don't know what's going on, so uh, we'll let you guys know." Because uh, I don't think they would cancel it though, because Jeannie just came back from maternity leave, so. Uh, we'll see about that because they're still filming episodes and stuff. Um, Jesse Smollett has been out here being crazy. Um, he was sentenced to 150 days in jail 
he served like two weeks and then somehow got out. Uh, I didn't, I can't, I couldn't really follow the story, but um, he did stand in front of a Cook County judge and says, I'm not suicidal. Um, if something happened to me in jail. I didn't do it. I mean, I understand why you did it, but it's just, you know, you kind of looked crazy doing it, but um, no worries now. Jesse is free. I think is he's free under a condition. Um, I could be wrong, but yeah, he's free. And I don't want to say that this story is over. Um, when people ask me, did he do it? I don't, I, I don't want to like say my opinion because like, you know, people will argue you down over anything. Opinion is a one's the thought. And that's what people seem to forget. You know, we learned that in like second grade (laughs) is what you think. And sometimes opinions do get you in a lot of trouble. So, um, I'm not a fan of Jesse Smollett. I, I stopped following, uh, freaking what's it called empire after like the fourth season. It kind of got boring and out of control. So yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm good on empire. So um kim kardashian's business advice um kim kardashian basically went on a variety interview with her mom and her sister saying uh get your fucking ass up and go to work and it seems like nobody wants to go to work now i am 50 50 uh for this quote i understand what she's saying but at the same time i'm kind of with the crowd and i say understand um what they're saying now, I understand what there's what she's saying. Get up, go to work, pay your bills, take care of your family. No, It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And that quote, that part of her quote basically means nobody wants to get up and go to work physically. They just want to sit at home and collect unemployment. Now, we are going currently going through this thing called the Great Re- Resignation. Where people are knowing, you know, wising up and saying, man, I'm better than this job. And they quit. And I guess that Kim kind of saw, like, the statistics of that and said, hmm, it seems like nobody wants to work. But obviously, the other part of me is like, I I can't believe she said that. Because, you know, Kim Kardashian, she grew up in a mansion in Beverly Hills. Her daddy was freaking O.J. Simpson's murder trial lawyer. So she's had money her whole life. But then, you know, I used to be a Kardashian fan. So I watched her interviews and stuff where she said, well, my dad bought me a car when I was 16, but I had to take care of it. I worked at my dad's movie studio or record label or something he had back in the day before he passed away. So it kind of goes both ways with me. But Kim Kardashian should trail i mean i don't want to say trail light but she should really be careful what she she say and um she really shouldn't i i mean i know they always say you should not care what people think but it's like sometimes kim should know like how some of the public feels about her and she should like you know guide her words a little better so she wouldn't be facing this backlash um but what do i know I'm from working class neighborhood. I, my parents worked for what they got now. So, hey, what do I know, right? Right. So, in shocking, but I don't understand why, but okay news. Tom Brady retired, and then he unretires. 
weird, right? Very weird. So basically, about a few months ago, Tom went on the internet and said, you know, I love football, but I want to spend time with my wife. Just paraphrasing. I don't know what he said exactly. But, you know, he said all that, wants to spend time with his wife, wants to spend time with his kids. And I remember I told y'all last time they went down to Trump land, Florida, and bought a house not too far from him. And Giselle and the kids, they all moving down there. Well, uh, about a couple weeks ago, Tom Brady goes on social media and he says, I'm unretiring. I need to be on the field. Now, um, let's do a Google search here. Tom Brady. How old is Tom Brady? All right, Tom Brady is 44 years old, okay? And he's been playing in the league 18 years. I don't see how, at his age of 44 years old, he's still wanting to play. I mean, I don't even know how he has a 20-year career because, like I said before, there are NFL players out here right now, and they won't go no more than 10 years. So either he must be really bored and he don't want to be around his kids and his family or the money or he's just being greedy with money. Um, I have a feeling that Tom is going to play like the first half of the season and then by the middle of the season, he's just going to throw his hands up and be like, I'm just going to go back to retirement. And I wouldn't be mad at him because by then he'll probably, when, when's his birthday? Let me see when his birthday is. August 3rd. Okay. So his birthday's in August. He'll be 45 this year. It, it makes sense, dude. You're like five years away from 50. Sit down somewhere. You know, enjoy your wife. Enjoy your kids. So, I don't know. Tom Brady, just, just sit down, man. You're 44 years old. Your bones ain't gonna move like you moved 18 years ago when you were like in your early 20s, dude. Give it up. And, and, and retire before you play my Steelers, because last time you played my Steelers, you didn't give us no mercy. So I'm just saying, Tom, I'm just saying. Um, Kim, Pete, Kanye, and D.L. Hughley. Now, I know I kind of waited too late to talk about this, but I do want to say this. Kanye, you wrong for coming to D.L. Hughley. Um, D.L. Hughley is the number one roaster in the world to me. Now, if y'all don't watch D.L. Hughley's special, like, he's got hella specials out uh, on, what, what's it called, Clear, um, dangerous, Dangerously Minding, or something like that. They're all over, like, the, the free streaming apps, and they're, uh, some of it's on uh, HBO Max and stuff. You know, if you've ever seen D.L. Hughley in concert before, you know, he always ends his shows with roasting somebody. I remember I was watching one of his stand-up specials. I think it was on HBO. I don't think it was on Netflix or anything. Um, he started talking to people in the audience, and <laughs> the audience started like ooing, and he looked at them and said, yes, it's that fucking time again. Yes, you know me. You know I do this. Like, it's hilarious. Like, gotta love DL. Gotta love DL, and Kanye didn't have to come at DL like that. You know, DL ruined Kanye's life, like, roast the shit out of him for real and you know kim and pete are on the other side just happy as they can be you know pete's got like the tattoos of kim and stuff and they all in love and kim picking him up from the airport and just stuff like that and you know kim and pete and kanye and pete i should say are going back and forth via text message now 
Pete Davidson is about my age, if not two years older than me. And they're going back and forth. And Kanye is like 45 years old. Kanye, come on, dude. It's all immature, but I, I understand why. Um, it's messy, honestly. It's messy. And they shouldn't be acting like this at their big age, you know? <laughs> it's very messy. And, and I still do. Like, I'm not trying to be a hater because I'm single. But I, I honestly do think. I still do think that Pete is a distraction to Kim to get her mind off Kanye. But I think Pete is taking it a little too far by, you know, getting Kim's name tattooed on him. And I, you know, I know I say, you know, it's not going to last long, but I hope that Kim doesn't break little Pete's heart. And like his mama, Pete Davidson's mama was like, oh, I hope they have a baby and all that stuff. And I'm like, girl, don't you know Kim can't really have any more kids? Like, I, I have no place to say that, but it's like obvious because if you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she did state that, um... She stated that, uh, you know, I had preeclampsia. I had two difficult um, deliveries with the girl and the boy and just all that stuff. She can't carry her own kids. And I mean, I, I mean, to Kim, money is no object. But I would think that, you know, if you get another surrogate, it'll be kind of too much. But um, we're going to see how this, this relationship plays out or whatever. Um, Uber. Uber is charging for gas money, basically. Uh, Uber is saying that gas does not run off friendship. Gas does not run off loyalty. And shout out to Uber. I am a gold member. Now y'all basically telling me that uh, their cars aren't ran off the gold membership loyalty. Okay. Um, Lyft is doing the same thing, too. Um, but Lyft is actually putting... How much gas they're take they need for gas? Like I, I took a lift to visit a friend uh, the other day, and they said, "Okay, this is how much you're gonna pay, and fifty five cents for fuel is included in that." And I said, "Fine." Um, when the news first dropped that they were gonna do this, I did kind of freak out, but you know it's included in the price, and wherever you go, they're they're not gonna make the Uber ride sky high, you know, but it will be included in your price. Um, so. We just gotta get these gas prices under control, man. Cause I go to um I go to Sam's Club because I have a membership. Well, my brother has a membership there, and I I I'm on it or whatever. But that Sam's Club gas station has the cheapest gas in all the area, and it's like easy to use. Like you don't have to go to an attendant or anything. So I go to that gas station all the time. But last week I went, gas was like four seventeen. Um, but then I, I'm trying to go this weekend. I got to go this weekend and gas is now 434 and I'm just, <sighs> I'm just like freaking out right now. But I heard stories that they're, um, trying to suspend gas taxes and stuff, but I don't know how that's going to work out for businesses. So, um, we shall see. And hopefully, um, we won't hit $5. I hope everybody over there in Ukraine and all of the war and stuff chill out, like, it's affecting our pockets, really. Food is going up. Gas is going up. I mean, hell, I was at Target, and I love going to Target, but I spent too much money, like $92 on, like, five bags of just random stuff that had no business being $92. Um, but so shout out to Target. Um, here's a, a, another financial tip. I mean, again, y'all, don't listen to me when it comes to finances, but... um. 
when you go to Target and you need something like soap or body wash or lotion or anything like that, buy the Target brand. They their their Target brand stuff is pretty good. I got right now in my shower, I got a uh or oatmeal and cream buttercream or something. It's not edible, it's it's body wash. And I got it for like three dollars. It, it works pretty good. I'm actually running out, so of course this weekend I'm gonna go to Target and get some more. So um get the Target brand. I don't shop at Walmart, but I guess follow the same protocol if you do shop at Walmart. So yeah. And uh lastly, I, I don't I didn't want to really get into this. Um we did um they are they he is buried. Uh, may he rest in peace. But Young Dolph's autopsy did come out. And it said that that young man was shot 22 times. Um, I still do stand by that quote that it is more dangerous to be a rapper in this world. Um, it is devastating to hear. I don't like to hear about gun violence and people getting killed. And Dolph was was as was wrongly killed, if that makes sense. Um, I just, I I don't understand why that was released. I mean, they won't release Bob Saget's uh, autopsy, so I, I wish that they had the same treatment for uh, Dolph's autopsy because. For anybody, for myself, I, I didn't even know Dolph personally, but it just hurt to hear that he was shot that many times. So um, may God keep the family in their prayers and his prayers. Um, God bless the family. Um, I hope they are doing well after this tragedy. Um, 22 times, man. It's just, uh, it's heartbreaking, you know, just heartbreaking. All right, y'all. So that's the end of another episode of Thompson and Stuff. Thank y'all so much. I don't know every episode. I always thank you for the support, but I will never be too big to do so. But thank you all for your support. The numbers are still growing. I can't believe it. Um, numbers are growing on YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, Amanda Marie Thompson. You just look me up through there. Um, you can follow me on social media. Thompson, uh, A-Son of Tom. On Instagram, Thompson Stuff Official Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, A-Marie Son of T. Um, Snapchat, I do have. I don't use it. Trust me. Um, not like that. It's Mandy Marie Tom. Um, I don't know if I have a public account or not. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, yeah, man, just thank y'all for your continued support. Um, you can purchase my books on Amazon, uh, Meridian Dream, Meet Angela, AJ Townsend. I'm hoping to have more published, um, again, two more years, man. And it's, it's, it's done. I'm going to hang it up, but, uh, hopefully I will be, uh, doing podcasting and hopefully I want to get into screenwriting. That's what I want to do. There's always a life after something. Um, shout out to everybody for listening. Shout out to my family, my friends. Thank y'all so much for your continued support. Shout out to um, whoever's listening that knows I have a podcast but just won't tell me that they're listening. I see you. I hear you. I love you. Um, again, I love you. Thank you. know We need you here. Therapy helps. 
And uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.